This is the Mach 1 Market Moment with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group in Northwest Arkansas. Hey everybody, welcome into the Mach 1 Market Moment. Thanks for tuning in to our email podcast edition here. We're going to take some email questions that have come in through the website multiple times. We get uh, various different emails. We don't always get a chance to get to them on the podcast, so we're going to take a few this week. And of course, you could go to mock-onefinancial.com to submit your own questions or learn more about the team. Again, at mock-onefinancial.com. And uh, joining me today is Matt Walters. Matt, what's up, bud? Oh, not much. Just enjoying some of this warmer weather as we're easing into spring here so. yeah it can't get here soon enough that is for sure uh for lots of reasons and <laughs> uh it'd just be nice just to see some sunshine at least here in my area it seems like it's just been an awfully rainy winter but it is what it is right yeah absolutely it's been raining here the last few days all right well i'll tell you what matt let's go ahead and jump in and hit a couple email questions this week i've got a few for you one's from megan bella vista and she says guys what's the current recommended withdrawal rate from an ira I don't take a high percentage out for monthly income, uh, but I do take bigger amounts from time to time for vacations, home repairs, things of that nature. I just want to make sure that I'm not going to run out of my money. Yeah, this is a really good question. So historically, Meg, I mean, you'll you'll always get varying opinions on these types of topics, but a lot for many years, people talked about four percent as kind of a, a standard withdrawal rate that you know if you withdrew. Four percent, then you know you could reasonably, if you were allocated appropriately, you could reasonably expect your money to last, you know, twenty, twenty-five plus years, or however long you're needing to, and um, you could manage with that. The issue with that, though, is that that was in a when we were in a different environment, and interest rates are so low now, um, and have been so low for so long that that's put a ton of pressure on what you can withdraw safely out of your retirement. So for retirees or people who are needing to live off of their portfolios, their retirement assets, you know, safe money, um, safe returns like CDs at the bank, annuities, fixed index annuities, fixed annuities, bonds, treasuries, those types of things are, you know, what what a lot of retirees rely on very heavily um, in retirement for that income and to generate that consistent income. And so that's great when interest rates are reasonable and that those rates are, you know, at a level that will allow us to pull pull that income off. But when rates are essentially zero um, or one percent, you know, that that makes it much more difficult. So we're having to look at where can we get a higher rate of return without taking, you know, just a whole lot more risk. And so there there are things that we have to take into consideration today that maybe you didn't have to ten or fifteen years ago. So all of that say, I wouldn't, I never use a set number. I would definitely say that 4% is probably much more like a 2.5-3% right now. Obviously, it's very specific on the individual, what their you know situation looks like. Do you have any other income right. coming in from rental properties or part-time job or anything like that? So it is very specific to the individual. But yeah, I would say today where we stand, you know, being on the conservative side, 2.5-3% is really where you kind of ideally want to be if you have a pretty long time horizon in retirement. Okay, Meg, well, thank you so much for the question. As always, you know, when you we're talking on these things, we talk in generality. So make sure you uh, dive in specifically for your situation with your financial advisor. If you're not working with one, reach out to David, Matt, and Mike at Mach 1 Financial Group at 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. All right, Danny has a question from Gravit. And he says, I've had the same life insurance policy for years. I used to renew it every year for a small increase from the prior year. But ever since I turned 60, that increase has become more substantial. Is it time to can or get rid of this policy? 
Yeah. So um, another good question, Danny. This this is going to be hard to uh, very difficult to answer without knowing your overall situation. If you're self-insured, meaning if something happened, you know, assuming maybe you're married and something happened to you and your wife or any other dependents are perfectly fine without that life insurance policy and aren't going to have to rely on that financially, then yes, I would say let's evaluate and look at you know the possibility of just getting getting rid of that so you don't have to continue paying those premiums. But we want to know what does the long term look like for people who are financially dependent on you before you just do that, right? So um, there might be a way we can go out and get another affordable life insurance policy for a short period of time that has a fixed premium. So maybe we can get rid of the one you have um, and replace it with a short-term policy if you still need some coverage. So good question. Definitely want to evaluate that as you get closer and closer to retirement um, on whether or not you need life insurance in retirement or not. All right, Danny. Well, yeah, and I think with anything, you know, before you just drop something, make sure you're running that information past with your advisor. Uh, come in and talk with the team here at Mach 1 Financial Group and make sure, you know, before you do that, just in case, because there could be a lot of other options there for you to uh, look at. And obviously, it's kicking up because, you know, you're aging and so on and so forth. So uh, reevaluate that, see how that fits into your plan, Danny, and then make a, an informed decision from there. All right, final one this week for you here on the podcast, Matt, is from Sally. And uh, where was that? She's in Bentonville. And she says, I re- recently received an inheritance of 400000 uh, now, some of it's in an IRA, some in an account with some stocks, and some in an annuity. How do each of these get taxed? Yeah, so there's some a couple different moving parts here, Sally. On the IRA, so in an IRA that you inherit, depending on when this happened, um, when you inherited it. So there, there's some recent changes that took a place January 1 of 2020 with the SECURE Act. And if you if you receive the inheritance and from someone other than a than a spouse. So say this was, let's assume this was your parent, a parent that left this to you. The 400,000, if you inherited after January 1 of 2020, you're going to have to take that out over a 10 year period. So you can no longer stretch that out over your lifetime. So you're going to need to take it out over a 10 year period. And the IRA funds are going to be hundred percent taxable at your highest marginal tax rate. Okay. So it's just going to get dumped on top of the, whatever other income that you have. The only difference if you inherited it before January 1st of 2020, so say this took place in 2019 at some point, you could stretch that out over your lifetime. So you don't have to, you don't have to take out quite as much, quite as quickly with the stocks. So a stock that you inherit or any stocks that you inherit are going to get what they call a step up in basis. So the only amount that you would owe taxes on would be the growth between the date that you inherited it and the current value today. So if you inherited it, let's say on January 1st, and it was worth $100 a share, and today it's worth, uh, you know, with the market going down, it's probably worth less year to date. But let's just say, for example purposes, it's worth 110 You would owe long-term capital gains on that 10%. So um, it's always going to be taxed at long-term capital gains rates, which for most people is typically 15%. And um, it's going to only be on the, the growth portion of that. And then on the annuity, assuming it's a non-qualified annuity, so it's it's not in, in an IRA or anything like that, you're going to be taxed on the growth of that annuity at your ordinary income tax bracket. So definitely really good questions. You definitely want to know how those different pieces will affect you from a tax perspective. And there might be some things you can do to minimize the tax liabilities there. Um, so definitely recommend that you come in and 
you know, talk to a CPA, talk to a financial advisor. We'd love to talk to you here and just walk through and put together a plan for what do you do from here. All right. Well, there you go. That's going to do it for our email edition of the Mach 1 Market Moment. As always, uh, folks, reach out and have a conversation specifically about your unique situation with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. But it's always good to get some thoughts and ideas uh, when we get these email questions in and share those with the general listening audience. So as always, you know, again, make sure you reach out and talk specifically about your own situation. And you can do so at 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. Or go to mock-1financial.com. That's mock-1financial.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Mach 1 Market Moment. Matt, we'll see you next time, buddy. All right. Thanks, Mark. Take care, folks. We'll see you next time here on the podcast. Mach 1 Financial Group Incorporated, Mach 1, is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mach 1 may only transact business in those states in which it maintains a notice filing or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. For full disclosures, please visit mock-1financial.com disclosures.